0: (laughs) Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. Each Money Making conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success because their stories can offer direction and help you reach your goals through your planning and committed effort. The Money-Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. Now, let's get to our interview. My next guest is the food editor of the New York Times, a columnist for the New York Times magazine, and the founding editor of NYT Cooking, an award-winning digital cookbook and cooking school. He is also the author of Thanksgiving, How to Cook It Well. He is on the show to talk about his newest cookbook, and I will put the word amazing cookbook. See You on Sunday, a cookbook for family and friends, available now from Random House. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Sam Sifton.
1: How are you doing? <laughs> Sam,
0: I had to had to put the word amazing in front of your cookbook. Well, See I appreciate you on that. Sunday. a cookbook for family and friends. Um, Sam, I've been doing this show. Well, I have a long history. Uh, you know, radio, syndicated radio. Uh Steve Harvey had launched his talk show in 2012. So I saw a lot of recipe books and a lot of cooks, and a lot of chefs in my time. I've mm-hmm. done this show since 2017. Uh, a lot of chefs. I'm a foodie. I'm an award-winning baker. I have an app with like 80 recipe, baking recipes. Your book, my friend, and I have like by 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 over the years. I have got by like, by like four of them that sit in my house that I love. Mm. Yours go to the goes to the top of the line. This is an amazing cookbook.
1: Well, I thank you for saying so. I I, I wrote it because I wanted to um, put out into the world a message that if you cook for your family if you cook for your friends and you do so on a regular basis so that people can think like it doesn't have to be a Sunday it could be a Thursday night or a Saturday Mm -hmm. night but if people know that it's coming Mm -hmm. and can count on it in some way Mm -hmm. then they count on you and you count on them your life and their lives are going to be better and the The recipes. I'm glad you love them. I love them too, Uh, but they're incidental to to the message, and the the message is regularity matters, and building that kind of community matters, and family matters. Absolutely, that was a. But but I'll tell you, I I take a much wider view of what constitutes family than the dictionary does. Mm -hmm. Um, There are plenty. Anybody's welcome at my table, and I I think that's important to to say and to. And, and, to, and, and a truth to walk and believe in. Um, you know, I think, I say in the book, people are lonely. You've got to feed them, and you need to find them in your community alongside your family. Family is the most important, but take a wide view of what family is.
0: You know, it's really interesting you say that because uh, I come from a big family, you know, six mm-hmm. sisters, two brothers when I was growing up, and I've become successful in my life. I travel a lot, so I tend to eat by myself a lot. And right. I and I really don't appreciate the meal. I'm just consuming the meal. And yep. and that's not fair to the moment, I feel. And sometimes I see other people and, and you know and I and I've actually walked to other people's tables, hey, you like some company? You know, and you know, some people have looked at me weird, you know, and yep. but but that it, but I know then some people I've sat down, we had a like marvelous time. The, the 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 moment of dinner it was extended longer. And uh, and we learn something about each other, you know, and and uh, and our values are, were shared there, and that's what dinner time and eating really is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be an experience in the moment, correct? And that's I, what you—that's what you're sharing in this book.
1: I completely agree. That is what that is what I like. But you raise a really interesting point, which is that for for those of us who have seen uh, some success in the in their lives, it does lead to travel, and it does. Generally lead to solo travel, and Mm -hmm. you know, you describing that. I've been that. I've been that guy sitting alone (laughs) at the bar with a book, eating those wings, and just thinking, "I'm supposed to be the guy telling everybody to share a family dinner, and uh, I'm eating a plate of wings alone at a hotel bar." um, I, I think you're absolutely right that that we need to reach out and try every time we gather in the presence of food and drink to 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 connect. Yeah, because guess what? Great food
0: leads to a great atmosphere, leads to a good conversation, leads to a, a relationship-building moment, and that's why I really. I'm gonna tell you something. I got your book. It came in via UPS yesterday afternoon, and I arrived home, so I knew it was at my house, and so I immediately opened these recipe books up, and I and I go to the front of the back, and I go, and I, like I, said, I got over the years I got like about four books. And uh, your book, I immediately went to the dessert section and I went, Uh peach pie. Peach pie. And I read that recipe. I go, you got to be kidding me. Is that easy? That simple? Your recipes throughout your book are frighteningly
1: simple yeah they're designed to be. My, my belief is, and uh, my belief is, and, and you know that I've, I've said this before, um, they're trying to trick us half the time with these recipes that make it like it, like it's a science experiment or you're building a rocket to go right. to the moon. Right. It doesn't need to be that way. If you think how your mother or your grandmother cooked, right there wasn't it, it wasn't complicated. Um, it's just a, it's a, it's step by step by step, and, and I try as much as possible in, in, in my development of the recipes and my writing of the recipes to make the language as clear as possible so that um, there's no mystery to it. Right. Um, and I'm not invested in making anyone believe that it's more complicated than it really is. Uh, it should be
0: simple, and it, it is simple. I'm talking to Sam Sifton. Uh, his book, "See You on Sunday," a cookbook for family and friends. So, I get I get in my, and so I cook a lot. I bake a lot. So, uh, you have a, you have a great portion of the book. How to set up your kitchen? You know, getting ready. You should always be ready for the moment. I was ready for the moment when this book arrived. Okay, Sam. <laughs> so so I, so I went to this section that said pan roasted chicken thighs, and I'm telling yep. you on on um. Tuesday, I just went to the store and bought some chicken thighs. I love chicken thighs, chicken breasts. I just like to keep them in, in, in drumettes. I like to keep them in there. I can just put some, sometimes some, just some uh, cream of mushroom soup over them and put some cheese on them. Bam, it's ready for me right quick. <laughs> and, and so so I went in there I went, okay, now this this is too simple. 12 bone-in skin on chicken thighs, kosher salt, freshly ground black pepper, a half a cup of of oil, such as canola or grapeseed. That's it.
1: Yeah, man. That's Let it. the chicken do the talking. <laughs> That's it. I
0: kid you not. I followed these instructions and had a marvelous meal last
1: night. Marvelous. That's right. Meal. Marvelous you didn't need meal. the chicken. Bro. You didn't need the cream of mushroom soup. You didn't need the cheese. You just <laughs> needed the chicken. <laughs> this, this,
0: this right here. You know, you know. I never met you, Sam. I fell in love with you right there, my brother. <laughs> we became brethren in food right there. I was eating yep, by sure. myself, but I was thinking about you the whole time. And that's the purpose of this book, correct?
1: That <laughs> is correct. Um, uh, although I would hope that we could um, not just eat alone, but eat with uh, a, a group of people um, right. and share in the fellowship of the of the table, and um, and watch our lives improve over time as a result.
0: Well, you know the thing when I when I say that, thinking about you is that you know just to t- personalize my life because a lot of times I eat, I just eat, okay, and and but this time I was enjoying the meal, I was enjoying the journey of how I got to the meal, enjoying the person who brought this experience to me. And, and that was important for me to say in this interview with you, and important to tell people why I'm exo- why I'm so excited about this book. See you on Sunday, you know. It's a, a great book. It's by Sam Sifton, food editor of the New York Times. And when I, when, I, when I go through the book, you know, it opens with you talk about family, talk about your kids, and you talk about the importance of that relationship. But the part that really I really liked about is early on in the book, the how-to portion of the mm-hmm. book, I
1: call it. How to set up your kitchen. How to this. Why was that so important? Well, I think it's important to kind of set the stage for how you're actually going to get this done. Mm -hmm. I see it as my job to give you the confidence uh, to execute these recipes, to, to execute a change in your life where you're cooking on the regular for family and friends. And in order to do that, I think you need to have... You got to have your stuff correct. You got to have the tools that you need. You got to have the pantry supplies that you need. It's not a lot of stuff, right? Right. right. But it's really not. Mm -hmm. Like it's not bossy. It's not impossible. It's Mm -hmm. just kind of getting your stuff correct <laughs> so that you can execute uh, uh, the recipes. And I think it, like, just breaking it down as simply as possible offers people um, the chance to be confident that they're going to have a successful outcome when they turn to a recipe. I think too often when I read a recipe, I'm not set up for it. I'm like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> Ancetta, w- what? And I, I, I don't want to ever put anybody in that position where they think, oh, gosh, this isn't for me. Guess right. what? It is for you. I don't care where you're from. I don't care how old you are or young you are, where you live in the country. You're going to be able to pull these recipes off and, and have a good result with your friends and your family.
0: My man, this is awesome. You're We are listening to Sam Sifton, his great, amazing book, recipe book, cookbook. A uh, family book. See you on Sunday. A cookbook for family and friends. We'll be right back. Cause now I'm gonna break down these recipes. I'm not gonna give you all the recipes, but we gotta talk about. This is the book of books here, y'all. This is the Bible of recipe books here. Sam has created something that I, I'm gonna tell you something. Sam, my my wife just got back in town. She's gonna fight me for this book. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Money-Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money-Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time you stop thinking about your dreams and put some plans into action. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald and you're listening to Money Making Conversation. I'm excited. Everybody knows I'm a foodie. Everybody lo- know I love dessert. Everybody know that if I if I see a good meal, I'm going to tell you about it. If I see a good meal, if I'm eating a good meal, I take a picture and post it, post it. I have this uh, blog uh, that on my social media called Rashawn Eats where I travel around and if I eat a great meal, I take a picture and post it and tell recommend people to uh go to this restaurant and eat the particular meal that I so enjoyed at that restaurant. And, and everybody knows that when I sit down and eat, I will order my dessert before I order my meal because I love my desserts. But also I love good food. And this book that I'm talking about on the show today, See You on Sunday, a cookbook for family and friends, is one of the best books, recipe books, I've ever read. And I've been involved with television and radio since 2000. So we're talking to roughly 20 years of uh, reading books, and interviewing uh, chefs, uh, booking chefs, uh, booking authors of cookbooks and recipe books. This, by far, is the best book I've ever read. See you on Sunday, a cookbook for family and friends. When I say that to you, Sam, what runs through your mind?
1: I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful to you for saying that. I'm so thankful for the 20 years I put into to learning how to write about food and learning how to report about food. Uh, all I ever wanted to do was communicate um, that that cooking could make your life better and make other people's lives better, that it's a kind of service, a form of service that matters, and to hear it reflected in, in your joy uh, Overjoyed, I'm overjoyed.
0: Well, I'm gonna Thank you, you. I'm gonna tell you some. Um, when you when you when you sit down to cook and think about it, because you you know food is important to you, and that's, yes. that's and it, really it's, you can't live without it. Oh, let's go and be real. And so so what what started you on that journey? Who pointed you in the direction that of this this passion that you have
1: now? Well, it's interesting. I grew up in New York City, and New York City is a great food town, so I, you know, in a remarkably uh, diverse restaurant scene and you can't, as a kid, you're eating everything from, you know, you're eating slices of pizza and Chinese food and there's some Sri Lankan place because there's a kid in your third grade class whose parents run it and you <laughs> eat there. And, I mean, it's just crazy, but so that's a. Uh, those are the kind of table stakes of being a New York kid. But when I got to college, I needed to make money, uh, and I had a roommate who was a bartender at a fancy restaurant in town. And the waitresses in this fancy restaurant were beautiful, and I thought I got to try and get a job in there. <laughs> and I got a job as the cashier, and. Uh, The cashier also pulled coffee for the customers and for the kitchen staff. Mm -hmm. And these guys would come out of the kitchen in their whites and bandanas and sweaty with their knives. And I'd make them these giant coffee drinks. And I was like, those guys are cool. I want (laughs) to try that. And so I went to the chef and I asked if I could work in the kitchen. And he gave me a job as as a prep cook. And I worked my way up over the course of my college career to, to a, a pretty good job as a line cook there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always knew I wanted to be a journalist, but all of a sudden I had another trade, another adrenalized trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it. And the combination of my desire to be a journalist and my love of uh, my time in the, in the kitchen uh, yielded a pretty good career.
0: My friend, here's the beauty of the, this whole conversation that we have. Let me just gonna tell you why this book excited me. Okay, because I'm, I'm a Southern boy. I have lived mm-hmm. in New York. I have lived in Chicago. I mean, lived years in New York. I lived in the Upper East Side, and then I lived in 30, 39th ninth and first. And so I've eaten all over Harlem. I've eaten in Brooklyn. And I lived in Chicago for four years. I lived in Los Angeles for fifteen years. I live in I live currently in Atlanta since two thousand seven. And I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. So you're talking about mm-hmm. a guy. And, then, and also as a stand-up comedian, I traveled all over this country telling jokes. So I've eaten all over this country. And so when I get this book, I get that. I get, I get my, my life experience of eating. I'm going to tell you right. why, y'all. Okay, he has Delaware fried chicken in here. Okay, because, you know, as I go through this menu, check it I'm, I'm trying to figure out who am I talking to. Am I talking to a black guy? Am I talking to my mama? Am I talking to a white guy? <laughs> you know, then he goes to best glazed ham. Then he goes to barbecue brisket. Then he goes to cornbread. But check how he makes his cornbread, though. Flour and cornmeal. Well, I know. I'm going to get in trouble
1: for that with some of your listeners.
0: Flour? I, I'm going to tell you something. You know I'm making that, Sam. You, yeah, I, it's, 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 it's no good. way I don't make that. I that right there. Then he then he follows it up with corn pudding. That's a good one. If that's not enough, gumbo. <laughs> then this was this was through me. This was through me. Jamaican tail stew.
1: Yeah, that's that's <laughs> so that's a classic of New York. That is a classic. <laughs> So going, I, can I tell you about that Oxfam uh, Please
0: tell me because I'm going, like, okay, who am I going to interview tomorrow? If I have five mm-hmm. to ten people I'm going
1: to interview tomorrow on this show. <laughs> <laughs> You're just interviewing. I mean, listen, I was the national news editor of the New York Times. It's not telling jokes, but it does get you around the country. <laughs> so I, I, I've eaten all over this great land. But. I come back again and again to New York City and the diversity that it offers. There is a small family-owned Jamaican uh, restaurant business here in New York called Golden Crust. They make patties. Okay. The, the patties, and, I love them. You can buy them in stores. Golden Crust yes, exa- patties. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But they have a couple uh, actual retail restaurants. Absolutely. And, and um, I've been going to one or two of them um, from for most of my uh, adult life, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a very polite person, and I go in and I always and but there have been times when when the road has been difficult, and I've been a little, let's say, uh, not wealthy but broke, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't go for the full platter of uh, rice and peas uh, um, oxtail
0: and cabbage uh,
1: stew mm-hmm. and the cabbage, right? <laughs> so I would ask for rice and peas, and then I would say, could I have some oxtail gravy on that? There you go, brother. And then these women would look at me like, what is this white guy asking? And then they would give it to me, and it was delicious. Anyway, I eventually became um, you know, a reporter at the New York Times, and I was able to get through to the family and tell them this story mm-hmm. and ask them if they could share with me uh, their recipe for, for oxtail stew, which they did extremely reluctantly mm-hmm. um, and with, with very good reason. And I worked on it and worked on it worked on it, and that... I'm very proud of that recipe. That's a damn good oxtail uh, Look here. Okay. stew. Okay, now, I'm not through, everybody. I'm not through. Because he's, right.
0: he's, hitting, he's, he's hitting more home runs with your boy here, Rashawn. Got. <laughs> then he goes into crab cake, which I love. But this is what got me, because I've always wanted to know how to make risotto. Oh, yeah. Risotto. Okay, did y'all just hear what I just said? Barbecue, fried chicken, cornbread, corn pudding, gumbo, Jamaican oxtail, crab cakes, Risotto. <laughs> All in the same book here, all very simple, already, very easy to read, and believe that you can do it. That's that's what I love about your book. I when I when I look at the recipe, I believe I can accomplish that.
1: You can accomplish that.
0: And that's important. And then I'm not through, everybody, I'm not through. Then he goes to collard greens, ham hocks or turkey, then he goes to pizza, then he goes to sm- smothered pork chops. Oh, Then he goes to the dessert section where I fall in love with him for real. Fruit cobbler, ah, peach pie, banana foster. And then this one I knew he was the real deal. This one I'm gonna tell everybody this is when I knew Sam Sifton was the real deal. Baked banana pudding.
1: Oh, that's delicious. (laughs) That's a real, you should make that tonight.
0: Hey, Sam. If it's mm. uh, say I'm, I'm gonna get your number. I'm gonna send you photos, and you'll know who you're talking to. This is what <laughs> I do, my brother. This is what I do. Okay, we are we are friends, and I'm going to promote you because not only because you're 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 good people, but you got a book that will relax a lot of people and invite them into the kitchen to do something they may have been reluctant to do. Cook. That's
1: that's Thank all you. we want. That's all we want. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Wow. It just, it just, and then he has, to, then he has to Broke it up into chapters. Like Big Meat is chapter three, Rice is chapter five. You know, so he kind of play, he has fun with it. You know, big pots. So these are these are the titles of the chapters. So they're fun chapters, easy to read chapters, great, beautiful photos that he has layered throughout the book it's not over it's not it's not crushed with photos but there's enough photos to let you know this is how this may look because some books do that they have so many photos you go okay what am i looking oh, it's too much too much too much too much. Now, what am i doing what am i doing what am i doing so sam what, what We we started in the beginning talking about the book you heard me interview you now i'm you know i'm a fan you know i'm, I'm telling the world that you this is a one-stop shopping book right here okay this is this is it what, what do you want the, 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 the person who buys this book to walk away from
1: with this book? <laughs> uh, I want them to walk away with a sense of confidence that they're going to be able to make their lives better and make uh, the lives of those they serve better simply by cooking simple, food filled with their love and my instruction Uh, and then they do that enough times those recipes become theirs and they become uh, something to pass on to others and that's how uh, you know We keep eating fried chicken. That's how we keep making peach pies. (laughs) We're passing down these recipes from from friend to friend, from generation to generation. And here, in the presence of this book, I think we're doing so in in a way that intentionally makes lives better. That's what I want.
0: And you're you're delivering it. Again, uh, an exceptional book to read, a a fun book to uh, cook out of, to bake out of. The recipes are amazingly easy. Every once in a while, you know, you might get an extended one, but overall, even the extended ones, you know, I I enjoyed reading. I realized that I can pull that off because it's such a confidence. I would tell you this, Sam, this book is a very confident, confidence-building book. If, you, if, if you're walking into the kitchen for the, for you know several times and wanted to do that like barbecued pork ribs you need to stop man you need to stop dude <laughs> you really need to stop Sam I mean, I'm just flipping through I, didn't, I, I missed that one grilled baby back ribs you know cheetah's brisket which not ain't messing with my country Texas barbecue yeah. barbecued leg of lamb you know steak and Guinness stew rice and beans Rice Pilaf. This is this book. This is the amazing book, Cuban Style Black Beans. Beautiful book, Sam. Thank you for coming on my show, my man. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. If you want to hear more episodes of Money Making Conversation, go to MoneyMakingConversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.